This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website, powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-215-0465. That's 800-215-0465. The Blaze Radio Network On Demand Reform This with Dr. Zudi Jasser Welcome back to another segment of Reform This with Dr. Zudi Jasser And I hope if you're looking for hope And you are waiting to hear those voices of reform within the Muslim community that want to take ownership, want to take responsibility for the problems within not only our community, but within our faith interpretations and the the Islamist mafia that leads not only domestically, but globally. I hope you'll find it here. Uh, Last segment we were talking about, and I hope you begin to understand the depth of the reasons why think tanks and governments and others working so closely with the petro-fascist Islamists of Qatar, Dubai, Saudi Arabia, and other monarchs runs deep in them preventing the free speech necessary, in them stopping the heretics like myself and others from speaking out against their political Islam and their theocracy. I think another victory that we've seen was Just uh, uh, this week, we've seen the Senate finally okay a bill to let 9-11 families sue Saudi Arabia. And ultimately, this is now going to the House. Uh, The House has uh, expressed some concerns uh, and stalled it initially, but the bill's authors, Senator Cornyn from Texas and Senator Schumer from New York, to broadly differing uh, individuals who came together and their common understanding of the threat of the Saudis uh, were able to pass this bill this week in a rare act, and they called it the Justice Against the Sponsors of Terrorism Act. It's a bill that would prevent the Saudis, uh, the Saudi Arabia, and other countries alleged to have terror ties from invoking their sovereign immunity in federal court. Yes, it would change uh, a, a... a long-standing international law regarding sovereign immunity. Uh, the president, uh, as as we would expect, he constantly gives waivers to Saudi Arabia. As actually, it's not just Obama, but other presidents have done so in the name of uh, national security. I call that in the name of our gas tanks. Uh, but the uh, bottom line is, uh, they call uh, they give Saudi Arabia a waiver in the U.S. Commission on International Religious Freedom. We've constantly call for them to be declared a CPC, and the State Department agrees, declares them a country of particular concern, one of the worst offenders of religious freedom, which should have sanctions follow as a result. The State Department agrees, gives them sanctions, recommends them to get sanctions, but then the White House passes a waiver saying because of national security, they doesn't have to apply to them. So now we see the Senate stepping forward and passing a law unanimously by unanimous uh, voice vote on the floor. Didn't even need a vote to be cast uh, officially, but simply by voice vote it was passed unanimously. 
and ultimately this will open them up to being sued. Uh, the families, uh, as uh, Senator Cornyn said, these I'm sorry, Senator Schumer said, these families have lit a candle. Their mission is not just to bring justice to themselves, but to send a loud message to foreign governments. If you help create terrorism on American soil, you're going to be brought to justice. And, you know, the Saudis for months have been trying to prevent this from being passed. They threatened that they'd pull out all their interests from private corporations like Citibank and others that they're invested in. And the senators appropriately said they called their bluff. They said that's nonsense. They're not going to take a huge financial loss just to make a point, as Cornyn said. Uh, bottom line is, is uh, if they participate in terrorism, they have not, you know, they should have something to fear. If they didn't, then they should defend themselves in court and they have nothing to fear. And I, I can't tell you how much this relates to what we were just talking about before. These militants like Al-Qaeda, it was not a coincidence that 15 out of the 19 came from Saudi Arabia. It's not a coincidence, you know. If you read Graham Wood's piece from The Atlantic that came out in spring 2015 about what ISIS really wants, he says it's Islamic. Why is it Islamic? Because it's exactly like the ideology that is pushed out with billions, pushed out into the schools and the justice system in Saudi Arabia. So ultimately, yeah, the Saudis better be nervous about this legislation. Unfortunately, their ally in our White House, President Obama, will likely veto this. We'll wait and see if he does, but I hope the American people wake up and and protest vociferously against any veto and to have the Saudis become accountable for their radicalization, not only for 9-11, which we continue to need to make them pay for what they've done to create al-Qaeda and now what they're doing to create ISIS. Not only is it ideology this time, the money, they are feeding money directly, not to the secular free liberals in Syria, the Qataris and the Saudis, due to the general anesthesia that our president has been under either on the golf course or completely asleep, we've allowed the Saudis and the Qataris to fuel the Islamists of Syria that has basically created uh, Jabhat al-Nusra, which is al-Qaeda-affiliated group, and so many other radical Islamist groups, and then many of them coalesce to form ISIS. Do you know there's been more beheadings in Saudi Arabia in the last uh, six months than ISIS did? Why is that? Because they use the same interpretations of Sharia law. Their judges act by the same ideology that those who offend and who use their interpretations of Islam in vain and criticize them should be destroyed and killed. And that's what's happened to the Christians, to the Yazidis, to some of the Shiite minority, the Ismailis and others who get in the way of the ISIS sheikhs like Sheikh Baghdadi. I think it's important to know that this legislation now will allow the families of 9-11 to begin to, begin to get compensated for the evil that didn't just come from Al-Qaeda, which was the symptom, but from the cancer itself of the Saudi government. I think it's time that they pay up and, you know, listen, ultimately, we are not going to see a solution to radical Islam until we see regime change in Saudi Arabia. They're not going to slowly, you know, the, the theory right now is that somehow 
slow reforms with a woman sitting on a council. You know, they they say, oh, we are advancing. We have women now on city councils in this small town in southern Saudi Arabia or this other town in northeastern. We now have Shia on the eastern coast that are very involved in their own governance. Uh, these are all platitudes and, and, and window dressing. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, this is not reform. The Saudis are taking us for fools. They've been doing it for generations they tell our presidents and our secretaries of states and our ambassadors that uh, they will change, but ultimately it's complete hypocrisy and and false change. And the Arab awakening has shown that the people will continue to demand change. There, there are many reformists in prison uh, who share many of our ideas, like I mentioned uh, with Rafe Bedoui, who uh, has been flogged in front of a mosque in Jeddah, and now sits in prison as his wife in Canada uh, tries to get him released. And there are thousands like him. Where's America? Where is the land of the free in at least screaming from the rooftops about the evil, today's evil empire? You know, one of the books that had a huge impact on me was uh, Natan Sharansky's uh, book on democracy. And, you know, in it, he says he knew that he would be free from the prisons in the Soviet Union when he heard that President Reagan had said that the Soviet Union was the evil empire. I think those sitting in prisons in Saudi Arabia and Iran and across so many theocracies and dictatorships, if they hear our president begin to call the organization of Islamic cooperation this neo-caliphate, based in Saudi Arabia. Once they hear them called the evil empire and they hear America declare an ideological war against political Islam, they will know that they will be free from the shackles of these theocracies. You're listening to Reform This with Dr. Zudi Jasser. The Blaze Radio Network.